Listener Production. Hello and welcome back to another episode of That's Enough Already. It is me, Ursula Carlson, and it is that time. Yes, it is. What a delight. It is a second slice, part two with Matt O'Kine. So funny last week, if you haven't listened to that one, go and listen to that one first and then listen to this one. What a treat. You get to listen to two on one day. Now, in this episode, we chat about his hate for office dog days. Who doesn't hate him? Secretly, we all do. The drama unfolding in his Facebook community page and the time he had a physical altercation with Denise Scott. Well, sort of, just sort of. This is part two of my chat. Listen now. That's quite enough. Just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. It's shush, please. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Just before coming in here, yeah, I had to wait between podcasts and a radio interview and then I thought I'll just hang around here in the kitchen in the studios where we are now. And, um, you know, you've done this podcast before, you know the drill, you know, it's about things that shit us. And um, every time I'm like, I have reached the top, like I'm at the top of shit me mountain. There's nothing that can that I haven't heard that has shit me. But oh, was I wrong? There's a lady sitting behind me, just doing. She works here. She's properly employed. I'm just sitting like in a little lounge area, and she's one of those. The music's playing because it's a radio station, and then she will just, you know, out of the blue, just set fire, like really sing out of her ass the song, and it's like, okay, but only like. Three or four words and then carry on with her work. Oh, just really diving in on the one word, uh-huh. the three words that she knows. But real, like she's an, she's a backup singer for Adele, like real fucking loud and like really pushing the, <laughs> hey hey No, oh, I love a, I love a waver. I love a quiver. I'm into it. Not when you're working. You can hear other people on the phones and stuff. No, you want to talk about an annoying work things, man. This this office here had the bring your dog to work day. Oh, this is a workplace. The, the, like, why would it why would it be okay for a dog to do it, but not your coworker next to you? Like, it, it all yeah. applies. You know, I don't want anyone sniffing me at work, whether they're a person or well, a dog. I have to agree because you know how they say like you don't get bad dogs, you get bad owners, right? But it's all the, like like it's and it's yeah. always people who love pit bulls. Okay. Now I live I live in an area of Auckland which is not it's not a flash area. You know you live in an area, a specific type of area where ninety five percent of the dog owners own pit bulls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I live in Pitbull Central. I'm the only one who does not own a pit bull in my neighborhood, right? But all the owners are exactly who like if you talk to this guy and he goes, We just got a dog. You would go, it's a pit bull, isn't it? <laughs> Even um, at school, there's this one kid, her parents are a bit wild, like, you know, gang stuff wild. And then she goes, we're getting a puppy. And in my head, I went, it's a pit bull, isn't it? And then she goes, it's a little pit bull. I was like, mm-hmm. And it's always a tan pit bull. I was like, mm-hmm. She goes, it's, it's a little tan pit bull. I'm like, of course it is, Joel. Of course it is. Do they tie them up? Because we've got a dog on the loose. It's it's a, the talk of our of the oh, community yes. Facebook page. This dog that just keeps getting out and harassing everyone. Yeah, um, and a it's rope. just a rope. It doesn't have a collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just I don't know. It's always it's like can someone every single day there's someone on the community page. Can someone please get this yeah. dog back in the into thing? Mm. I love the community page. I didn't realize how much. I just didn't realize how much drama you know would what? unfold. I've had so many. Amazing things happen on that thing, and it inspires me comedic- comedically. I've never 
used anything from the community page on stage except for saying like it's always the same guy every Wednesday night go and just checking um is it tomorrow the recycling too or just you go fuck you Gary <laughs> you know it is like you know that's uh, Gary's the only it's the only the conversation only, Gary has the only, with them yeah the but yeah I mean you know. everything from the bins there's always a phone people stealing mail I am still in in community groups of communities I no longer live in, but I don't want to leave the group. I want to see what's happening in the old neighborhood. I tell you what's really popping off on ours is is the security oh, footage wow. of people trying to break into houses. Yeah, same. There's so like, like every weekend. There's this people posting that. We had someone drive into a um, parked car. Whoever smashed into the car smashed into it real good, and then. Um, they pushed the car into the neighbor, blocking the neighbor's driveway, right? And then people are like, oh, if anyone has seen, you know, who hit our car. So obviously the people who used to own the car has now gone, okay, our car's been ridden off, you know, help, help us out. Then that neighbor posted a thing going, can people stop blocking my driveway? <laughs> and I'm like, you are on the same page. You can see that car smashed up. So that's complete. What do you reckon? They think they just parked there like that or something. Like, yeah, and it's like the car's in bits, bro. What do you think is happening? Can people stop blocking my driveway, please? I've had enough. I've had enough of this. And I'm like, oh my god, you are on a different level than the rest of us. You have just like complaining to a whole other fucking level. I, we had someone on our page because um, we did. You know, there was oh, curbside yeah. collector recently. Well, for the for the week, there's a lot of people driving around in the vans trying to pick up yeah. whatever's you know good stuff. Except on our Facebook page, the community Facebook page, someone said, "Hey, um, <laughs> to the people who just took my um, uh, lawn mower." <laughs> We were literally in the yes, middle of mowing the lawn. <laughs> we just ducked inside for a drink of water. <laughs> Someone's been like, oh, that's it, curbside collect. <laughs> just crapping it and run. So, yeah. You know what? I actually, um, when I just moved into my, where I live now, I um, I was mowing the lawn and just on the inside of the gate, I've got a bag where you put all the lawn clippings and then they come and empty it out once every three weeks. And my, the lawn mower was running. Because I just do it while it's running because then it blows the last bits off the blade. Anyway, mm-hmm. I could hear my lawnmower going quieter and quieter. It was moving. <laughs> and I went out and I saw the guy across the road pushing my lawnmower while it's still going across the road. And I whistled like, you know, like I used to do. And I was like, oi! And then I had to run because my lawnmower was too fucking loud. It couldn't hear me. And I go, excuse me, you've just taken it. So I'm have, I have the catch in my hand. I'm wearing my boots. I'm covered in green grass clippings. I go, you took my lawnmower. And he goes, no, it was just left out on the curb. I go, I'm literally in the middle of mowing the lawn, as you can see. And he goes, we shouldn't leave it out on the berm because that means people can just help themselves to it. I go, really? A lawnmower that's currently running? And he just, and he, I, I applaud the fact that he stood his ground. He's like, yeah, um, I found it. Like he found it first. I just moved in. You don't want to start shit with me in the first week that I live across the road from you. And we just looked at each other and he just gave me my lawnmower. Have you had to deal with him since? No, he's he's kind of avoided me a bit, which I applaud for that man. But he, but he's still there. Yeah, no, he's still there. Does he have a pit bull? Mm-mm. 
No, he owns one of those little dogs, and when he walks in, you go, "That's too small." Like I don't want to, I don't want to get into like gender roles or you know what should uh, certain genders do and what should not. Like that is a fucking snake trap. I'm not prepared to put my hand in. But he's a big guy, and he has this, the smallest fucking dog I've ever seen. It's the size of this microphone head. <laughs> And I'm sorry, but it looks fucking ridiculous. Like, you look like your pussy were beyond. We've got a dog <laughs> that's three centimetres high. Get a I real fucking you, dog. Yeah, that, sound, that dog sounds too small to be around a lawnmower anyway. You, you probably saved, you know, you oh, saved the dog. That's what he was trying to do, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we don't have Skittles anymore. Oh, no. No. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. All right. Let me ask you. You do heaps of acting now. Are you still doing stand up? Nah, I've actually stopped. Yeah. I kind of stopped. Okay. I just don't do it anymore. I just I just spend all my time um trying to write TV shows and yeah. acting them. Amazing. I like it. I miss doing stand up, but I'm just I'm like I haven't written a new hour since before COVID. Yeah. You just there's very much pre-COVID and post-COVID stand up, I feel. Yeah. It's yeah, just it feels really old, some of the stuff I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely. It's like it's like you've moved countries. People are like, we don't understand what you're saying. It just doesn't feel relevant at all. People are like, we've been through shit, man. Yeah, I don't know if you can be t- joking about this any. Like, yeah, you can't eat 500 kilograms of banana loaf and be okay at the end of it. You just can't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so no, I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm liking being at home uh, a bit more. So no, but doing the acting thing. I was we filmed an episode of Mother and well, not an episode, a series of Mother yeah. and Sons just came, came out on the ABC, and it's a big. That was a biggie. A lot of people um, were, you know, cranky about it mm. um, or just suggesting that we shouldn't do it or that we we're going to ruin the legacy of the original and all that. And I, you know, I kind of get that. Mm. Um, but I'm really proud of the show that we made. Yeah. And it was fun. It was awesome working with Denise. And actually, what I'll say is that I, I must be a better actor than I thought I was because we were filming a scene um, out of Padstow in uh, Western Sydney and the scene was... <laughs> The scene was filmed from inside a restaurant looking out, okay? That's, so the cameras were inside the restaurant looking out onto the street. Yeah. And the scene involved my character, Arthur, who's trying to drag his mom, Maggie, into a shop to say hello to a friend of ours, right? A rest, into the restaurant to say hello to a friend. But Maggie's annoyed with the friend, so she doesn't want to go into the restaurant. And I'm saying, come on, get inside, come to this restaurant, come on. And I've got her by the arm and I'm saying, come on, mom, just get into the restaurant. But... Because they were shooting from inside the restaurant out, <laughs> they, couldn't, they, couldn't be, they couldn't be any cameras in the shot or anything. So really it was just me and Denise Scott standing on the side of the road and I'm grabbing her by the arm going, get in here, get in here, right? Oh my God, this lady left a shop next door to us and saw us and started screaming and going, let her go. <laughs> let go of her. And I'm going, get up. But I don't want to ruin the shot. Like I don't want to, fit. so I just keep going. And I'm like, shut up. And she's going, let go of her. Oh my God. And so eventually we had to shot. Don't think we can use that. Uh, we had to cut. Don't think we can use that shot anymore. But um, you know, I'm glad that I can make people think that I'm mugging Denise Scott on the side of the road. <laughs> Aren't you glad this isn't um, America? Someone would have shot you. I know, I know, you're right. Yeah. But instead, people just looked at me and went, damn, he's fallen off since Triple J. <laughs> <laughs> he's having to mug people on the street. <laughs> that is rough. It's ketamine. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, God, that's but, uh, no, so, yeah, check out, check out Mother and Son, ABC. 
Matt, tell me what's something about other people that shits you? Oh, like I said, I mean, it was definitely a dog thing. Mm. I, I just think that I don't think that dog owners realize how much people don't like their dogs. Yeah, it's everyone's like, like oh, my dog, yeah. and it's like, yeah, it's like, no, we don't like your dog. You like your dog. Yeah. Like your dog, that's fine. But no one else likes your dog. Yeah, just keep them to yourself. It's like people who love snakes and have snakes in cages at home, and it's like. Your specific type of person. <laughs> you are not yeah, the rest like, of us. You do not speak for the rest of us. Oh, do you know what shits me? No, do you know what really shits me? I went to this ice cream shop mm-hmm. and I asked for a taste of an ice cream, yeah. right? And he gave me a taste and I was like, mm, okay, that's not really the one I want. There's a big range of ice creams. And I said, oh, can I try another one? Mm. And he goes, Oh, oh, and then he gave, he gave me that one. And I'm like, mm, wasn't really one I want. Then he's like, can I'm like, can I try that one? And he goes, we don't usually do more than two tastes of ice cream. But okay, fine. Oh. So he was all begrudging about it and he gave it to me. And in my head, I was like, do you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you and your ice cream. I'm never coming back here. But did you buy an ice cream? I bought an ice cream that day, but I could have. They just burnt a very loyal customer. Yeah. All right. I'm with you. Oh, like I, just, I can't stand ice cream shops that don't want to give taste tests. Yeah. You know what? I think there must be, they must face a lot of tire kickers. You know, people who go, I taste all of it and then go, oh, no, I'm, I'm good then. And then fake the phone call. I've thought about that. <laughs> oh, sorry, i got to add to this. Yeah, because once you get in and you get annoyed or they get annoyed with you, then you're trapped. You have to buy the ice cream. It's like when you say to... Um, Someone, okay, so this is my thing. You know how people go, I will die for my kids or I will die for this. There's only one thing people will die for and that is to be right. Mm-hmm. You okay. won't die for your kids. You won't die for either. You will die to be right. Now, when you say that to people, they go, no, that's not true. And then they start arguing the point and then you go, I guess you're right. Told you. Yeah, yeah. So there's no way for the, that to go. It's the same as like when you say to someone, why, why are you so defensive? No one is attacking. You cannot get out of that argument because there's no way. The minute you start defending it, you're like, see? So it's like when someone goes, we don't give more than two two tastes, you're like, well, fuck you. Like we knew you just wanted to taste. Yes, exactly. See? See, this is why, because people lose their cool. I wouldn't be losing my cool if you just gave me what I wanted. If you kept me cool with that fucking ice cream. We're all giving away free stuff. We're all giving away freebies. You know, on our Instagrams and TikToks, we're giving out jokes, bits of our stand-up special. Here, have it. Have a taste. Have a taste of all of it. This is free, bitch. Come on, just a little bit. We're putting out tweets right now, please. This is a a little taste of my comedy. Although, to be fair, if someone said to me in the street, tell us a joke and go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I'm not asking the guy to spoon it in my mouth for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, I wouldn't mind if you could lean over. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? Uh, can I have a uh, Can I have a taste of the salted caramel, please? He scoops that. And you're like right here, right here. He's opening your mouth. You bit of salted caramel, please. <laughs> <laughs> and and I can lean forward and put my tits flat against the glass. So yeah, like I think there is a there is a difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that is that is definitely my 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 pet peeve. Yeah, people yeah people who are tight with shit. You're like this isn't coming out. Of, it's like when you ask for a napkin or a serviette, whatever you call it, and and people give you one, and you're like, is this coming out of your pay? Just give me a handful. 
I know that kills me. And along with people who put the napkin inside the bag with the sandwich, yeah, so that the napkin already has stuff on it. Yeah, when oh. you take it out of the bag, yeah. it's like what are you like? This is one cent. This is one cent at most, and and mm. it's not coming out of your pocket. <laughs> but what they don't like, realize is it's an investment. Yeah, it's an investment in our future together as ice creamer and. Yeah. Ice cream eat. Yeah. You know, like I will invest in your product if I like it. Yeah. Really? I might come, it might be the best one I've ever had and I'll, I'll travel, I'll keep coming back. I must say, I've never had that problem. They always let me taste everything. I think they look at me, they go, this is a show in for a double scoop right here. <laughs> <laughs> you just they're like, he's never going to buy a fucking ice cream. <laughs> and he'll get, he'll get a sore buy in a cup, one scoop. <laughs> Yeah, one yeah. cup and that'll be it. Fuck out. No <laughs> toppings for this guy. I'm like, yeah, I'll have three scoops, dip it in chocolate, put some nuts on, some sprinkles. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> they could tell you're not going to invest <laughs> enough. Yeah, you're a coin tosser. I'm in there with the money, with the notes. You're a soft <laughs> surf guy. We all can see it. You should wait for the Mr. Whippy van to come around with it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what's the one thing about you that shits you? Well, okay, so okay, something that shits me, I think at the moment is I'm, I don't know whether I'm, I'm raising a monster or not. Ooh. You know, in like a in like my four year old daughter because I just can't say no to her. Yeah. So, and I know that I've got to be better at being like saying no, but I just why I look at her and I'm like. Why would I say no to you? You're the like you're the reason why I'm doing all this crap in the first exactly. place. I don't say no to my kids. That's why I let them dictate whatever. I'm like, what do you want to do? They go, oh, well, let's go to the arcade, okay. And then usually, <laughs> like I remember growing up, if we did something fun, that was it. That was it for that six month block. Yeah. You know, and my yeah. mom could. I'll go. Can we go to the movies? You went to the zoo in February. You know, and that was kind of like, you know, um, but with my kids, they can go to the zoo in the morning and then they go, can we go to the cinema tonight? Yeah, sure, whatever. I think that my daughter will not not understand what no means and I think it's going to like, she's going to come up against some difficulties later on because she will just keep going until I give in, which is pretty easy. I'll just be like, oh, yeah, whatever, fine. I actually kind of, I want her to be able to go, yeah, actually, you know what? You shouldn't take no for an answer. Like, I, I don't want... Yeah. Man, people who just say yes all the time, people who are like... People who, who just accept no. Yeah. I'm like, they, they're, they're destined to, to not work out well. Yeah, I'm going to keep going till I get the yeses. I don't want to fucking hang around <laughs> with no's. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I mean, it annoys me because like, I'll be like, all right, time to go. And she'll be like, no, let's stay. And I'll be like... All right, whatever. Well, and then I'll stay. And then she's like, no, we need to go. I'm like, now we need to go. And she's like, nope. And she knows now that when I say we need to go, we don't need to go. Yeah. She just knows that yeah. I'm bluffing. Yeah. And then I think, I'm like, why do we need to go? I don't, we just need to, I just want to go because I'm I'm bored. But she's having a fun time. Why am I saying, why am I stopping her from having a fun time? Okay, so this is what, like even with the kids in the morning, and it's winter, right? Um, Not where you are, you're in Brisbane. It's never been winter. So winter is when it gets cold. Right, there's different seasons. Oh, yeah, no, I remember different- it happened at three o'clock one month ago. <laughs> so, so then my kids just want to wear shorts all the time. So I'm not going to be the one that says you have to put long pants on because it's four degrees outside. No, I just put tracksuit pants in their backpacks. I go, there's a tracksuit pant for you in your um, and yeah, I said pant. There's a tracksuit pant for you in your backpack if you need it. <laughs> Get it out if you're cold. Otherwise, 
go for it. And then they go to school in their shorts every day. Because how can we teach our kids your body, your rules, unless it's four degrees, then you better fucking listen to me. <laughs> you do what I say yeah. right now. Yeah, right? Yeah, so I don't, I'm not forcing them to do it. I'm, I'm giving them the option. I'm saying you might be cold today because it's four degrees. I'm putting tracksuit pants in your, in your backpack. Pull them out if you're cold, okay? And a couple of times I've gone to pick them up and my daughter's in the tracksuit pants. My son never fucking the tracksuit pants. Yeah, I don't know. I, when I was a boy, I was literally never cold. Yeah. I just never felt it. Yeah, he's the same. And I have to listen because when they were babies, before they could speak their mind, I accidentally gave both of them heat rash a few times. Oh, I did. Well, you wrapped them up too. Yeah, yeah. I would go on a wool blanket, under a wool blanket, in a wool onesie, with a one, you know, like with a, a, a single, like I would near fucking boil these children and they just <laughs> do not feel the cold like I feel the cold. So now I'm like, okay, you get your own. That's what I say. I, I just let them have, I go, what do you think? And also this way, I'm sort of working on their confidence because they're both shy. Um, and sometimes even we go into the shop and I'll give my daughter the card and I go, you guys can spend 10 bucks together between the two of you. And they now sort of, you know, negotiate with each other. Oh, we can get that together. We can do that. And then I go, and but you have to pay for it yourself. I mean, that's, see, that's nice. I, I like the idea of that. Mm. I, want, I, want, I want her to be able to make good decisions. I want her to be able to keep going. Yeah, so fuck no. Fuck no. no, no was, yes, no. lean into it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, you know, I guess the thing that shits us is we're too good. I guess I'm just too uh, tolerable. I don't know. I guess too great Tolerant. Like, <laughs> um, I, again, I think I said it last time, I really should ask my partner before I come in. She's like, uh, I've been waiting for this. She <laughs> 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 simply it, yeah. it drops you a file. She'll be like, apparently, you know, apparently I never turn the dishwasher on before we go to bed, all that stuff. Yeah, you know, there's all those things. Yeah. All right. Hey, Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Oh, thank you for coming on the second time. I'm so happy. Hey, I fully, fully appreciate, um, you know, you having me. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to the third time, round three. You know, we can always dump Alex and you come with me. And- <laughs> Oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. All right. <laughs> we literally just talk shit for an hour and 10 minutes and 35 seconds. Nothing of what I have prepared. Bitch, man. Yeah. Save it for next time. Put it in the file and we'll, you can ask all the same questions then. Am I right? No, I'm going to ask these questions to the next person. <laughs> so what was it like being a mother and son? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all for this week, folks. If you like the two episodes special and you're in the mood for more Double Trouble, go check out my chat with Will Anderson where you get double the episode, double the inappropriate humour and double the trouble. Just download That's Enough Already with Will Anderson wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to like and share with a friend if you have any. If you don't, share it with an enemy, share it with a colleague, share it with your neighbours, just share it. You can watch Matt's new eight-episode series, Mother and Son, at 8.30 on ABC or catch up on all episodes on ABC iView. You can also catch him on listeners' very own Matt and Alex all-day breakfast podcast on the Listener app right now. See you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. Supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Beck Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know, but definitely share it with a friend. 